Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. Today, the Ecclesia principle that we're talking about is building a bridge of trust. More specifically, what we're talking about regarding the bridge of trust is what happens when it's broken. And, and the reason we're talking about this is because a, a lot of people can listen to, we need to build a bridge of trust. All oh, let's all get together and sing Kumbaya, and let's all feel good and everything will be okay. That's not what I'm talking about. When we understand what a broken bridge of trust creates, the problems that come from that, they are real-life problems. And I hope that if you've been able to join us as we've talked about this, you have recognized that you can see on the news and you can hear on the radio instance after instance where the problems of a broken bridge of trust are all over our news. They're everywhere. And you see, if one of the biggest problems that a lot of people have today is, you know, this problem is so big, what do I do? Where would we ever start to fix it? The bridge of trust. You know, the other Ecclesia principles, principles we've talked about are principles to guide policy. The bridge of trust is intended to guide behavior. Because without guiding our behavior, we can't build the effective policies. That's the bottom line. And so our, our text for this are Proverbs 18, 19. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And again, we're talking about where there has been an offense and a person's offended, not something fairy tale made up. Legitimate inappropriate action, legitimate offense. It's harder to win that person than take a strong city. Then Matthew 24, 12, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. We see love growing cold today. And he says it's because lawlessness will abound. Don't just think about the keeping of the legal law. I like what Stephen Covey says in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The laws of human interaction are as fixed as the laws of nature. And if you think about it, you'll come to realize that they are. The only problem is with our social engineering that has been going on in our society has created a situation where everyone has their own truth. So that fixed law of nature, where that fixed law of human interaction, you responded inappropriately because you didn't understand their truth. It's a problem for you to respond that way. You know, they have their truth. Might not be your truth. Therefore, you can't have that opinion about it because they got their own truth. No, if a person lies, it diminishes trust. That's a fixed law of human interaction. It just is. And so with that, there are things that destroy the bridge of trust on a national scale or a societal scale. And we've been talking about those. Now, the last yesterday, where we finished up 
we referenced that opportunists often rush in to gain advantages. When the bridge of trust is, is being broken, then you know, agreements get eliminated or at best modified. People are seeking to fix it and positive things are not happening. Happening, And so one of the signs is that sometimes violence erupts. Not condoning it, it's a symptom though. It's a symptom. And that in that process, enemies are formed. Those people are bad people. That group, they're bad. They're enemies of ours because of this opinion that they have. And because of all of this, then at the workplace, relational bridges are weakened or severed, even sometimes within families, because different positions are held on it, rather than being able to have a conversation. Sides are taken. They're the enemy. I'm opposed to them. They're the enemy. I can't trust them. I don't need to talk to them. They have no valid opinions. Everything they believe is wrong. And that's really where we're kind of... What is that a sign of? The bridge of trust is broken. With this, it's not a, a feel-good kumbaya thing. It's real life. And if you want to know how to begin to fix the problem, we have to begin to build the bridge of trust back in our lives with some of those other groups. We have to have dialogue. We have to have conversation. And a big part of it means listening. It means listening. But anyway, to, to get back into this, when these things begin to happen and begins to go south, opportunists often rush in to gain advantage. You know, I've, I've used the Black Lives Matter uh, protest. I've used January the 6th. We said there were three groups. People with legitimate concerns that want life different. That they think there's things that are not right and they're trying to get it corrected. Good people. Good values. Nothing wrong with them at all. Those were in each group. The second group is the knuckleheads. The troublemakers. On January 6th, there was that group. With the Black Lives Matter protest, there was that group. And the third group is those that just show up to see what's going to happen. And when something starts going down, they're going to jump in and join. And so what you see happening in both situations is groups two and three facilitated the problem. Groups two and three facilitated the problem. And if you watch the live feeds that were being shown at that time, when groups two and three took action, group number one started leaving. Because those are good people. They were not participating in that. They weren't caught up in the moment. They were getting away from it because they didn't agree with what was happening. And to paint all of them with one brush stroke is wrong. It is an injustice. It is not doing justice on a societal scale, which we've talked about you have to understand. But you see, with that, let's talk about it not as the, the opportunist to steal something out of a store. Let's not talk about it as an opportunist, oh, I can go in and get my picture taken in Nancy Pelosi's office. That, those, I'm not talking about that kind of opportunist. I'm talking about opportunists that jump on it 
to make what happened play to their agenda. To use it as, see, see, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. You need to hate those people. You need to be against those people. Opportunists often rush in to gain advantages. And right now, TV is filled with them. TV is filled with them. Newscasts are filled with them. The opportunist to try to take advantage. You know, um, there were several people involved in government that made this statement. Never let a good crisis go to waste. What's that called? An opportunist that is seeking to gain advantage in the moment. That's, that's what that is. And what we have are a lot of people in the political world who have that approach. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Push your agenda. Push this. Push that. That's a problem. And as a result of all the things that we've been talking about, another thing that begins to happen when that bridge of trust is broken, systems may shatter. Systems may shatter. In other words, things that have been in place, systems, departments, whole branches of government, systems may shatter because of all the dynamics that are going on. A, a lot of things are happening now in Congress. You know, um, it's, <laughs> I, I'm just praying that, that, that some things get acted upon. You know, um, that you, you've got situations that a long list of proofs is not being addressed. But on the, another side, you've got a long list of, well, it could have been this and it could have been that. Oh, we need to do something with that. That's a shattered legal system. <laughs> that, that's a shadow, uh, shattered justice because legitimate crimes that are provable versus, well, they may have intended this and they may have intended that to where, you know, this gets the attention, this gets attacked, this gets passed by. The system is shattering. The system is shattering. That is not a good scenario. That is not a good situation. And, and the thing of it is, again, with that, as you begin to see that, that can cause people to have difficulty having a conversation with someone. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and some of you may think I'm crazy, but um, uh, I do 100% uh, believe that uh, the 2020 election uh, was rigged. It, it just was. Uh, if you see uh, the movie 2000 Mules, the, those, the information wasn't rigged all over the country. You know, I live here in Augusta County, Virginia. It wasn't rigged here. It wasn't. But it was rigged where it needed to be rigged to make the Electoral College come out the way it needed to come out. And actually, we were told ahead of time what to expect. 
that you would go to bed with it being one way, but you would wake up in the morning with it being a different way. We were told to expect that. And why were you told to expect that? <laughs> well, because um, there was a lot of ballots that were put out that, in all honesty, were not legitimate. But yet, there are so many things. The system with pursuing that is, 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 is shattered. Now, if you tend to think it was legitimate, then I have a question, because I have learned in trying to build a bridge of trust, <laughs> in talking to people who believe everything was just fine, I usually do have a question for them. And I'll say, well, you know, explain this to me. If it was legitimate, I said, like in 2016 when Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton, the next morning all the talk was about how Trump's approach was more insightful than anybody ever realized. And they didn't like him, but they still gave him credit for such an insightful approach to win. 2020, President Joe Biden almost had to get out of the race because he wasn't doing well enough in the primaries. Everybody above him, except for Bernie Sanders, eventually withdrew from the race and did something that I'd never seen in my life, threw all their support to somebody who was below them, who had less support than they had, Joe Biden. And so he kept climbing and kept climbing. And in the end, you know, he stays home all during the campaign from his basement and gets more votes than Barack Obama. And I have not heard one time what a political genius Joe Biden is. If he pulled that off legitimately, he's a genius. See you tomorrow.